What are the Clemepicha principles of a good succession? Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, FamilyFamily.com's Transformational Man Cave, continuing to take you through our life wrap tour of the Clemepicha principles of beautiful succession. We are on the road today and taking this opportunity to just get this one in quickly. Thank you for being present with us. So yesterday we ended up going through the Clemepicha principles. The first one was that a youth messianic youthful successor, youth successor is compulsive. And we looked at the example of Christ and he gave himself no choice, literally, well, figuratively, but to do his father's will. He says, no, you know that I must be about my father's business. So the C in Clemepicha here speaks to compulsive. The L here, which is the second principle of messianic youthful succession, is that youthful successors, messianic youthful successors are learned. And youthful successors know all spiritual laws. So youthful successors should and can be spiritually learned. As Luke 2.39-40 says, Jesus Christ's parents aided him to become a great successor by performing all things concerning the law and Christ matured in every way. Religious parents often make so much effort in many worldly areas. However, do we teach use all the spiritual laws as well? If we are not tutoring them spiritually, then they are being set up to be satanic representatives or successors, and all the latest clothes and gadgets cannot save them. Our youths are only being pampered on their way to hell. However, even with Satan-inspired appearance, youths are without excuse, as according to Romans 1, Yahweh Elohim's God's glory is everywhere. The Bible is openly accessible, and you can openly pray even if you have no Bible, and you can trust and seek Yahweh for repentance. You cannot represent, or as you would say, represent a father you don't know. Close Bible, close mind. No prayer, no fire. So the second principle there is that youthful successors are learned. The third principle is that they are environmentally conscious. Youthful successors, and here again we're speaking about youthful, youth, messianic youthful successors, live in a balanced growth environment. The parents of Christ seem to help him to, as verse 40 says of Luke 2 in the Holy Bible, it says that he developed physically, spiritually, effectively applies knowledge. That is, he is wise. He was and is wise, and he was influenced by God's favor. That is, he is graceful. He didn't just experience God's favor and was not influenced by God's favor. Parents should and can provide a well-rounded environment for their children to develop and be prepared to represent Yahweh Elohim. That's the only reason why we have kids. The cost of failure is their eternal life. Surroundings must promote their overall development, and anything that retards comprehensive development must be eliminated. Over time, we carry our atmosphere with us and change the environment around us. The final responsibility for your environmental awareness is your own. As Philippians 4 verse 8 in the Holy Bible exhorts, successors monitor their thoughts, speech, jokes, music, TV shows, video games, etc. and websites to ensure that all these medium and platforms bring good name or praise to Yahweh Elohim or the Father of Christ. Fourth principle 
is M. They are mentor managers. Messianic youthful successors surround themselves with strong messianic mentors. From the example in Homer's Odyssey, mentors demonstrate good habits and advise from experience more so than abstractly instruct without any practical knowledge. Christ's parents were good mentors and demonstrated, or as you say, demonstrated strong spiritual principles shown in Luke 2 verse 41. Christ was surrounded with good examples and verse 51 of Luke 2 further shows he subjected himself. Parents should and can train their children to respect God's principles, including corporate worship and respecting the meaning behind major spiritual events like Christmas and, and Easter. However, the responsibility is on youths to keep mentors around them that are strong Christian or Messianic disciples. Good mentors may not always be your parents, but successors monitor and manage those they admire and emulate. The fifth principle is that messianic youthful successors are exposed and we are going to continue on that after the break. Join the Family Institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our messianic mentorship programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly, with personal sessions $100 for individuals and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com. Lincoln here, continuing on our Life Raft Tour of the Clement Peacher Principles, which you can use in your family devotionals, your business, small group, etc., to discuss the principle of youthful, messianic youthful succession. We are we have changed up our, our studio, I guess you can call it for today. We're on the road doing some business, and we're grateful that you could be present with us. We ended on the last segment of the podcast on the principle of being exposed early. We already said that the messianic youthful successes are compulsive, learned, environmentally conscious, mentor managing, and now we're on the, the principle, the fifth principle that they are exposed early. Youthful successes or messianic youthful successes, keep putting that context in mind, are exposed to proper spiritual practices early. Luke 2 verse 42 in the Holy Bible reveals that the parents of Christ seem to include the Christ child in their spiritual practices and disciplines as soon as he is mature enough. Example, youths should and can have opportunities to lead family devotions and worship. In some assemblies, children can partake in the Holy Communion, and I believe once they are coached in the meaning of the tradition and believe in Christ, in Christ Jesus of Nazareth as God's Messiah and only begotten, unique and unblemished Son, they should and can be allowed to partake in the Holy Sacrament. <coughs> Excuse me. I also believe that youthful successors can lead praise and worship, be active in the youth department and teach Sunday school. Ecclesiastes 12 verse 1 exhorts youths to remember God, Yahweh, in their youth and we congratulate those youths who are doing so however it is unfair and unbiblical i believe unmessianic to ask 
others who don't fully understand how to interact with or lack the credibility with youths to independently lead the youth department activities in many assemblies. We know this is something that happens in a lot of corporate assemblies that are called churches, that you will have someone who is not a youth often that is called to lead that department, and we are saying that that is something that we feel is unacceptable. I know youths, for example, that taught in Sunday school at a tender age, some teaching at even 14 years old, and became youth presidents in their adolescence. It's called the youth department, isn't it? Could it be that one problem behind the lack of adequate youth involvement in some assemblies is a lack of effective early exposure to the gospel of Christ in their daily life and not just on Sundays? The sixth principle is P, proactive. Youthful successes are confident and proactive. Luke 2 verses 43 to 44 reveals that the Christ child was consumed, obsessed with his heavenly father's business and bloodline to the extent to even be self-assured with his earthly parents and other family. What consumes the attention of our youths today? Can our youths swim against the tide even in their homes? Can our youths commit to praying in their homes when everyone else is is when everyone's else when everyone's everyone else excuse me in their home is going to the movies or resting christ was a proactive and confident youth who imposed himself on the spiritual system around him because he was consumed and obsessed with defending his father's bloodline and legacy this is who a messianic youthful successor is anointed equipped and called to be we are encouraging you to continue to share your own views and reactions on this view of messianic youthful succession we are just seeing so many examples of one generational messianic families where someone is a messianic believer in one family one generation and their children totally abandoned the faith we're not seeing a lot of examples of intergenerational messianic faith and we are believing that this principle of Clement Peter can help to introduce this intergenerational principle of messianic faith and belief in your households, in your communities, in your business, in your assemblies, for example. We encourage you to do a couple of things. Share this with youths. If you are a youth, if you are a parent concerned that your youth may be slipping away, if you, we encourage you to share this with them. If you are a parent that has a family business that your children have no interest in, share this with your children as well. If you are a child that wants your parent, well, wants to understand your role in your family unit, we encourage you to give us to, to, to pay attention and to share this with your family and friends. And we encourage you to give us your views on FAMT Strong on our Facebook handle. If you're on the Anchor channel, give us a call in. If you're not an, on the Anchor channel, uh, we encourage you to, to email us at connect at famtyfamily.com. You can also reach us through, I think I already said, the Facebook handle, Famty Strong. So I'm encouraging you today to have a great day crushing effeminacy and militaracy, as we would say. Why rob God and this world of you and your family? And until next time, be nuclear. Join the FAMTI Institute today and learn how to make 
better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our messianic mentorship programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly, with personal sessions $100 for individuals and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com. live father obsessed from this stressful exit of mom's dress we seek masculine approval often living in denial or heart sensitive to that man's expectations even deity suspect nothing consoles like father's respect as I combat tears from my eyes I detest to generalize, however, males desire masculine respect. And the man called father carves a special notch in our chest that no woman can fill. Christ existed to grow flesh on his father's will. And with every pint of blood that spilled, his eyes remained focused upwards fulfilling his father's orders, his rewards. I live now without my father. Failing his goals and so no one meets mine. My expectations soaked in stinging brine. Then he left as prematurely as my first ejaculates. A man I want to see. Call him a seaman. Without him, my masculinity suffers abortion from the outside in. His attention from beyond the great craving. A kind of necromancy. But that's the excuse for fathers that still breathe. So boys take out their anger with each trigger squeeze, refusing to live on their knees. Despite Calvary's pleas, boys refuse to look upwardly to their real father. The same way I grieve for that man's approval. Since a chunk of me died with him, I refuse to see the rest of me.